Yeah. I wanna be a billionaire. Uh, I ain't getting no sleep nah. till I see a milli every week. Yeah. I wanna be a billionaire. Uh, I ain't getting no sleep nah. till I see a billy every week. Uh, I wanna be a billionaire. Billionaire. I wanna be a billionaire. Billionaire. I wanna be a billionaire. I ain't getting no sleep. Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of Sleepers for Billionaires, the podcast. I am your host Johnny Vegas. Now today. It's a, it's, it's a super special moment for a few reasons. One, I got a good friend of mine. I knew him for a very long time. And not only that, this is the 100th episode of Sleep is for Billionaires, the podcast. It's been a long and strong grind, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you for rocking with me. Make sure you like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Now, yes, today, sir. I got my guy. He's a battle rap legend. He's a video director. And he also hosts his own cooking show, for Christ's sakes. Ladies and gentlemen, my main man, Far Numb, was really good. Oh, bro. Hey, it's a pleasure to be on the show, man. I appreciate the invite. Ah, oh, man. Likewise, man. Long overdue, man. You know what I'm saying? But I'm sure. glad to finally had you here, man. How you doing, brother? I'm good, bro. You know what I'm saying? Living, cooking, grinding, bro. Everything that needs to be is being done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, congrats on the cooking show, man. I watch that joint all the time, man. I get nice and toasted, watch that <laughs> show, and then tell my girl to get ass in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, man, there you go, bro. <laughs> hey, let's, hey, we make it. We make the food to inspire. We make it to, you know what I'm saying, get the cravings up and this quarantine across the world. Uh, so, you know, I'm just trying to get people in that kitchen, get them cooking since you can't go out to eat. We get that gourmet food at home, you feel me? Right, right. Well, you're definitely doing a great job, my brother. You know what I mean, so this, so as you know, this show is about getting insider information for those looking to become, you know, industry professionals. And I consider you an industry professional. You've been in the industry for quite some time. So, you know, I kind of wanted to pick your brain about, you know, what, you know, especially in this day and age in the 2020 era, you know, what does people have to do to kind of get into the industry and kind of really stay relevant, you know, but before, before we get into all that, you know, tell the people, you know, where you from, you know, and how you got into music. Like when'd you fall in love with hip hop? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I'm born and raised Tampa Bay, Florida, you know what I'm saying? Eight, one train. Like, yes, sir. Eight, one, three, seven, two, seven. Since I was a sperm, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Um, Nah, so my older brother was 10 years older than me, and he was really into, like, battle rap when it first started coming out, like, when Eight Mile dropped. So, like, him and all his boys were into it, and I was a jig, bro. Was like, and all of that. Nine, ten, yeah, bro, a little kid, and him and his friends were doing it, and I just got into it. Uh, became, like, close with a dude who was battling back in the day, and he just kind of, like, put me under the wing, and I just kind of took off and did my own thing from there. Did the did the battle rap? I was like the world's youngest battle rapper. I was on World Star when I was like 13, 14 years old. Wow. Yeah, like crazy stuff. Like I was like 13, 14 years old on Twitter and had like Alchemist and like Polly Malinaji reaching out to me and just yeah. in my DMs like, yo, keep grinding, keep doing your thing. So that was that was wild. And then uh, I just kept doing it. You know what I mean? Throughout like middle school, high school, I was getting offers to like fly all over the place. And mm. I was so young that my mom was just like, yo, you can't just like fly to Australia. You're like 15 <laughs> years old. You got school tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, man. So I was in my bag about that. But I turned 18, took a couple flights, caught a couple bodies out on the West Coast. And uh, <laughs> that was fun, man. But I started losing the... Uh, 
like the hunger behind it. You know what I mean? I used to get on stage and it was the craziest feeling. I never experienced it before, but like, you know, when you like taking a shit and your leg goes to sleep after a while and you're like, <laughs> like every day. Bro, whole, yeah, bro. Your whole body used, used to feel like that. Like I would get on stage, I get this crazy adrenaline rush and it just stopped happening and the hunger wasn't there no more. So I started. Why do you think that happened though? You know what I'm saying? Cause usually with this type of, dream you know when it comes to music like people literally kill themselves to be involved yeah. in that and you just had yeah. it and then you was just like man i don't even want it no more like where do you think that came from yeah man i think i don't know bro because i was putting up great numbers dude i had a good following a lot of fans but uh i just started i don't know maybe like my my personal life you know when i was doing the battle rap stuff as such a kid i was kind of an outcast like kids used to make fun of me at school and shit and they're like, oh mm-hmm. And they didn't realize like I'm I'm like 15 getting like 100,000 views on YouTube and World Star like they didn't even realize what I was actually doing was yeah. so ahead of my time and um I don't know dude I got a personal life you know what I'm saying you get a, you get older you get a girlfriend you get into that and there was a lot that went behind the battles and I don't know man maybe maybe personal life um but I I think more so it was just me falling in love with making music like Mm-hmm. I knew I could battle. I was really good at it. I won almost every battle I was ever in. Um, but music, I always knew that there was like a lot of growth that had to happen. And then uh, I linked up with my boy Mixed by Lex. And um, he was like the real first engineer I'd ever like worked with, like in a real studio. My boy <laughs> Hollow to Don, it's crazy. My boy Hollow to Don actually booked the session because he wanted me to re-record a song so we could try to sell it to like people in Drake's camp. Yeah, it was like it was wild. So I met I met Lex there, man, and me and him became like best friends. And, you know, he went on to he's like an incredible engineer doing stuff for like huge, huge artists around the world now. Um, But my music got crazy. I fell in love with that. I was grinding hard with that. I was in the studio with DJ Khaled, Mm. Troy Ave, Little Yachty. Like I could name drop all day. You know what I mean? But it was cool, bro. I really immersed myself in that world. I was in my young 20s. I grew a lot. Um, Started doing like R&B stuff, singing stuff, the sing rap shit, the auto tune thing. I did all that. And um, I don't know, man, I, I... few years passed by I was I was like popping I was doing super great and then I I met my girl you know fell in love and just kind of like put it on the back burner and I ain't really had the desire to do it since so yeah it'd be like that sometimes man you know you when you find something good and it just feels good feels right you're just going with the flow living life man it's like you know you start uh appreciating what's really more important which is you know finding that companion and building the future and the empire together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I, it sounds like, it sounds like you, you, you at that point in your life. So that's yeah. what's up, man. That's what's yeah. up. What do you think about the stigma when they, when people talk about how battle rappers can't make songs and all of that, because you, it sounds like, you know, at, at the point in time where you had, you fell in love with making music as opposed to just battle rap and you kind of diverse and really, you know, sharpened, sharpened your, your sword, your sword when it came to the, writing music aspect of things and really did well for yourself. But some people don't really get to that point. They just kind of yeah, try to make yeah, songs yeah. and they, they do battle rap verses with these whack ass hooks and songs uh-huh. and it's just, just trash. So yeah. what's your take on that? 
It's crazy because you know what? Until you said that, bro, I completely forgot about that stigma. Like I remember being on this forum back in the day that all the battle rappers were on. And they would post their music and they'd all be like, oh, they say battle rappers can't make music. And it was all trash. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I mean, I that definitely when I was making that transition was definitely a factor. You know what I mean? I feel like I always had um the concept of how to separate like a battle verse from writing like a hook and a dope verse and a song. Um, I just really needed without an engineer, you're nothing. You know what I'm saying? As an artist, like you ask any huge artists out there and they're nothing without their engineer, you know, except for maybe people like Usher or like super talented singers and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. you need that engineer, man. And once me and Lex started working together, I was like, Oh, we're out of here, man. It's over. Like, Right. So the stigma definitely probably pushed me in the beginning. And then I completely like separated myself from it and forgot about it. But there's some incredible battle rappers that make music. Um, I really like Sue Surf, uh, Sue Surf Sue stuff. Surf. Yeah. Jersey. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. He's Jersey. He's just, he's, he just be talking real shit on them beats, man. So I can appreciate that. Who's your top five battle rappers out right now? Oh man! Or just in, uh, or just in, in, of all time, you know, because I'm not sure if you keep all the new ones. Yeah, man. I mean, I might be biased because I'm friends with all of them, but uh, <laughs> I would definitely say, you know, Hollow to Don is one. Mook. Mm. Um, I don't know, bro. I've always loved Averb. I think Averb is super dope, okay. especially okay. back like in the in the URL TV come up days. Man, he was one of the first dudes who like was able to separate. Um, like filler bars, like he, yeah. he'd be the only dude, like an eight bar scheme. And instead of just like filler bar with the rhyming word, it was like punchline, punchline, set up punchline. Like he was like the first one to really take it there, man. So Averb for me is definitely on that mountain, on that Mount Rushmore. Uh, disaster is up there. Mm. And then, I don't know, bro. Um, there's so many like, incredible incredible battle rappers but if i just had to throw another one up there i love conceited man conceit is my boy and okay. he definitely uh reinvented the wheel as far as battle rap goes he was the first dude that came in that was just punch on punch on punch on punch on punch that's ridiculous bro yeah con's nuts man and people don't know this but you know con came out on the grind time west coast battles way back in the day they did this thing called the jungle in stockton mm. and he was on there with fox and qp and tall t and all them heartless and um he before he did that he was actually judging battles from grind time in orlando like when it first started so yeah like khan's been around forever man and he just really he really showed up and just reinvented it. he stepped on the scene and just killed it Killed it, huh? That's what's up, yeah. man. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Nah, I love Khan, man. I love, I love watching him do those uh, freestyles about the jerseys he has in his closet, like this. Yeah. That type of creativity is just like wow. Like his pen game he's is unmatched. It. And he's just like one of the one of the most humble dudes I've ever met. Like super cool. Like if I ever see him, it's always love. You know what I mean? No matter how big he gets or what he's doing or what TV show he's on, he's always mad cool. So big respect. That's what's up. That's what's up. So now, now when we first met, you know what I'm saying? You was into the music, you was doing all that, but you was also a student. And I wanted to touch on yeah. that because, you know what I'm saying? 
you know, when we grow up, we have these dreams of being rappers and parents always telling us have that backup plan. And, you know, because you right. know, it's music is so uncertain for people, you know, it's like hitting the lottery, you know what I mean? So I want yeah. you to explain the, well, one, you know, you was in medical school and a lot of people would just stick to that path, you know, but during our conversation earlier, you say you kind of took a detour as well. So, you know, one, I want to explain, I want you to explain the importance of having a backup plan. But two, I also want you to explain why did you diversify? I mean, uh, you know, detour your attention from actually going the school route. Yeah. So um, I've always been, I mean, even though I hated the busy work, man, I've always been like really into learning, you know, and education and not even so much like a formal education, but just learning things like even stuff that you can you know, input into your real life or whatever it is, always been like a science nerd and all that stuff. So, I mean, that, of course, that fits with battle rappers and rapping because you got to be like intelligent and to be able to put those things together. You know what I mean? So those went hand in hand, but I've always been somebody who, you know, my parents grew up like really poor. Like I remember being a JIT and my mom having to get like the brakes on her car done and she couldn't afford it. It was like 80 bucks. And we're like sitting in the mechanic shop and she's crying because she can't afford it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I knew I knew whatever I was going to do in life. I wanted to back at the time, like one hundred thousand dollars a year was was like a crazy thought. You know what I mean? But I, that was like what I strive for. Like, I want to make that like that's the end goal. Hmm. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm no dummy. I know that, you know, it's, it's one in a million to if you want to like blow up and be a famous rapper or whatever the case may be. And there's tons of rappers that blow up and they don't even have a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Right. They get locked in these weird contracts and stuff. So I definitely, you know, I was good in school. I, I enjoyed it. So while I was doing the music on the side, I was like, you know, let me go into this. I really enjoyed the idea of, um, was entertained by the idea of, you know, chiropractics. So um, I was in college. I had like a full ride and I was going to, you know, dive into that and do chiropractics and, I was probably like 20 or 19 or no, I was probably like 20, 21 and I left my job that I was at and I was at the studio every day at that point, you know, in school. So it was like school, studio, school. I remember I would like stay up all night at the studio to like link up with like, a, I remember one time it was Kevin Gates, man. And I was in the studio till like nine or 10 AM with Lex. Cause we were waiting on Kevin Gates. He was recording and he came out, we chopped it up. We talked about the albums and stuff. And uh, right from there, I had to go straight to my class. You know what I mean? So it's like, I didn't even sleep. So it was literally like studio, school, studio, school, work. So I left work. And then um, I was just like, man, I'm going to have to get another job. And Lex, my boy Lex was just like, bro, like you're in the studio all the time. And like, you know, you bought this camera to shoot videos for yourself and your boy. He's like, why don't you just do it for the clients in the studio? And like at that point, the thought of, you know, being an entrepreneur was like crazy to me because it was right. like, man, I like there's no guaranteed money. Like, I don't you know what I'm saying? Like that, I never even entertained. The thought. I was like, nah, bro, I ain't doing that. I'm just going to get like a, a better paying regular job, you know. And right. uh, he was like, bro, like you're in here every day. Like everybody wants a music video. Why don't you do this? So I was like, all right, you know what? I got a little bit of money saved up. I'm going to do it. So I started shooting videos and I was like, oh, damn, I really like this. And the pay was good. You know, I'd have to work like four or five days at my regular job to make what I'm making one day shooting a video. And I was like, a couple hours. 
Right. That's what I'm saying. You know, and I was talented at it. I was good at it. Again, like I'm kind of nerdy. So I enjoy, you know, on the computer, the editing, yeah, the editing process. Yeah, exactly. So um, I started doing that. And that's when I got my real first taste of entrepreneurship, like making my own schedule, you know, being able to just it's, it's kind of almost like a commission based job. Like you can make mm-hmm. as much money as you want. You just got to mm-hmm. earn it. You know what I mean? Right. So if I, if I want to lock in and knock out 10 videos in a month, you know what I'm saying? I, at the time I can make like five, six grand, which was unheard of for the job that I had. Right. So I started grinding with that. And then after about, you know, six months to a year, I was like, well, damn, like I'm almost able to make a hundred thousand dollars doing this right now. You know what I mean? Like, why am I going to, have like student debt and and spend the next eight to 10 years of my life doing, you know, um, going to med school and then doing like a residency and an inter- and like doing all that when mm-hmm. I'm going to make the, the same amount of money. And in my mind, I'm like, well, if that's going to take me 10 years and I'm almost making that now, like how much could I be making 10 years from now if I'm just getting better? Exactly. So I was just like, well, if I, if I trade my full ride in, they'll shoot me some bread. Like, you know, I can exchange it for money. And I was like, and then I can just rock with this and grind with this, do my music, do these videos. So that's what I did. So they threw me a chunk of change. I swapped out my, you know, my credit hours and I bought more gear for my camera, up my prices up. And then I was just grinding with that. And uh, I literally just stopped. Like last week, I told all my clients, like, I'm done because my YouTube started taking off. So now I'm doing that full time. Well, congratulations on that. That's that's an amazing story on how you just, you know, you had that light bulb of entrepreneurship. I mean, shout out to Alex for giving you that jewel. Like, yo, do this. No, and I bro. just took you there, man. I'm that's indebted awesome. to that man, bro. He always be asking me, he's like, yo, I'll pay you to come film or take. I'm like, dude, no. Like so you, <laughs> <laughs> so you done. You selling you selling that equipment? Nah, because I actually use the equipment and all the things I've learned over the years to film my show. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yo, let me ask you before we continue. That YouTube plaque behind you, was that ooh. you? Is that you nah, right there? Bro. Oh, nah. okay. That's a okay. million. I'm on the way though. That's my oh, girl. Oh, you're on the way. That's your that's your that's your girls. Yep. That's your girls thing? Yep. That's what's up, man. Yep. Hell yeah, hell yeah. How you how before we get into the cooking show, how how'd you two meet? Cause that was in you like you popped right. out of nowhere. Like you was gone from Instagram for a minute. I ain't see you post nothing yeah. in like two years. And then you pop yeah. up with a girl. I'm like, oh snap. And then I click on she got a million followers. I'm like, oh snap. He living in yeah. LA. Oh snap. Like, what's good? What's yeah. good? Talk to me. Crazy, man. So um obviously, you know, I'm at the studio all the time. I'm shooting these videos. I met this dude and uh, I ended up shooting a few videos for him and his wife at the time was my girl now. So we had worked together. I shot a few videos for him. I met her in the process. And then, you know, me and him, it was, we just kind of like fell apart, you know what I'm saying? And they got a divorce and she needed somebody to shoot her videos for her. So she reached out to me because she had seen my work. I worked with her for a few months at that point. And then, you know, from there, it just kind of like turned into what it turned into. You know what I mean? Both caught feelings and we are where we are now, you know? Well, you seem happy, man. Every, every picture y'all oh, take bro. together is just so, so awesome, man. So it's like, it's so cool, man. So did she kind of like, you know, school you on how the, the, the YouTube game worked that helped you, you know, you took like, you basically picked her brain to kind of get your YouTube popping as well. 
Yeah, honestly, bro, not even, man, because when we moved to L.A., so we had moved to L.A. for like four or five months last year because there was some (laughs) construction going on over here. So we were out there and my main client um, that I was filming for was like, yo, if you're out there, like we're going to have to find somebody else. And I wasn't about to leave my girl, you know what I mean? For like four or five months at a time, like, yeah, that wasn't in the card. So I was just like, hey. I'm sorry, but you know, this is what I got to do. And they're like, okay, say no more, no hard feelings. So they hired somebody. And um, again, I was in that position where I was like, okay, like what's the next play? You know what I mean? It's almost like I, I ended up in that spot that I was at last time. Cause all my clients were in Florida. I was in Cali. So uh, I was like entertaining a few ideas and I was running them by her. And then I just, I love to cook for her. I've been, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's her love language, bro. I make her like amazing food and, you know, all all butterflies. and stuff. She's like, well, why don't you, why don't you cook? And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, do, do a YouTube channel where you cook. And I was just like, hell no. Cause I had such a sour taste in my mouth from like all the stuff that she had gone through over the years with YouTube and just like the kind of, the kind of negativity that like bleeds into your regular life from YouTube. And I was like, Oh no way. Like I'm not even going to entertain that. And then she just kind of kept like pushing me and she's like, just try one, just do it once, just film a video and put it up. And I was like, all right. So I did it with the full intent of never doing it again. Like if you watch it, I even say it in the video, I'm like, Hey, this is probably a one and done, but I'm just going to try and see what happens. And yo, it just, it was crazy. I got like 75,000 views in like a day. And I was just like, Whoa. So I was like, okay, like let's see what happens, you know? And then I started grinding them out and I got like seven or eight videos in the channel was growing crazy. You know, I yeah. had, yo hit like 300 K I didn't have 10 videos up. You know what I mean? So like subscribers are growing. My daily views are going. That ad revenue is going. I'm like, okay, like let's go. And then bro, COVID hits. Dang. And I have a crew that comes and films for me. You know, they use all my equipment, but I have to have people like helping and the other cameras and I was, you know, and it was like real bad at the time. We didn't know what was going on. So I was like, yo, we're going to have to fall back. We'll pick this up. There's more important things in the world going on. And then that kind of died down and people started coming back to YouTube. And then the George Floyd thing happened. And I, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot, a lot of my best friends were really like impacted by that whole situation. And it just didn't feel like, um, it just didn't feel like it was a time for entertainment. Come back. Yeah, man. Like there was so much going on. We had, you know, the riots in Tampa, you know, I had went to all those, the black Lives matters things, you know, had to show up and show out. Um, just to, you know, just su- support my to friend, support. bro. Like, yeah, to you have to understand, like, I'm part of the hip hop community, bro. Like, when when right. all when all the white kids at my school were making fun of me, bro. All my black friends and my Hispanic friends and my Latin friends, like, they put me under their wing. Like, you know, I was, you know, they held me down. So, yeah. you know, when it comes to uh, when it comes to their lives and and just all that, bro. Like, I. I got nothing but support and love and respect. So, you know, love it just didn't feel appropriate for me, man. Cause you know, I'm not, I'm not a black dude, but yeah, I felt that one, you know, I yeah. felt that. So um, it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel appropriate, but you know, a few months had gone by after that, you know, things got hot and they cooled down. And uh, I was, again, I was at the point where I was like, all right, we're back in Tampa. I don't want to, 
I, I went so many months without working with those clients that I was just like, I don't want to do it anymore, period. Like, I really want to do the YouTube thing. So I set, a, set myself a goal. Like, if I can make as much in one month off YouTube as I can do with them, I'm done with filming. And right. I said, we just did that, like, last week. So full-time maybe yeah congratulations dog (laughs) i love it man you know what i'm saying and 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 that's a great story brother because there's so many people out there that's like really at a loss with how to make a youtube channel successful so you know i really want you to kind of if you can you know share those secrets on what oh yeah take to be have that successful youtube channel even with the seos and the keywords and stuff like that uh to the thumbnail, you know, how presentable that yeah, is. Yeah. Just kind of yeah, so share that. Back end, yeah, some back end on, on my part. Um, I would say definitely whatever you're doing, try to be unique in your own way. You know, there's a ton of cooking channels out there. I'm, I'm a small fish in a big pond right now. There's guys out there with 10 million subscribers, you know, and um, I just, I made sure that there were aspects of the videos that I was doing that, I made sure they set me apart from everybody else. Like, even if it's little things, you know, from the way I do my B-roll to my taste testers, like I just added aspects to my videos that are not in other people's videos in the same realm. So that that's one thing. Be unique. Um, again, consistency. Man, I tell you, I was raking up crazy views. And then because of COVID and the whole thing that went on, I took off for six months and I came back, bro. And my views went from like here to here. Like YouTube, wow. like was like, give me the backhand, bro. Like they're like, nah, yeah, you yeah, need yeah. to come back. So I had to grind, 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 and now I'm getting back to the point where it's like I'm growing, I'm growing really good. So consistency is key. So you got uniqueness or a unique aspect, consistency. You got to make sure that quality is good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be real. Cheap cameras nowadays are still good. You can go out and buy a $500 camera and it's, and it's still comparable. It gets by you. It ain't like a, like a razor from like yeah, 2000. Yeah, a razor you know phone. I mean? um, thumbnails, you know what I'm saying? Make sure they're engaging. I'm still testing it out. If you go on, I, I, I love doing this kind of stuff because again, this is the nerd part of me. Mm-hmm. You go look at all the videos that I've done on my channel. You click on videos. You can literally see me split testing thumbnail ideas like they literally go from like one style i try something then they switch then they switch then they switch so it's like you always just be trying new things until you find something that really works you know what i mean so um definitely uh with the thumbnails just keep grinding keep trying different things you see what the industry is doing just try to mimic that but make it your own um and make them engaging obviously the seo like you could do the research on all that stuff, the keywords and making all that stuff match. If you guys are trying to do a YouTube channel, make sure you uh, buy this thing called TubeBuddy, T-U-B-E-B-U-D-D-Y. Um, I have an that down right my, now. Yeah, I have an extension on my Chrome browser and that thing basically tells you like, um, it gives you like a rating on your SEO. So like it, it tells you like, oh, like your title needs to have the same words in the first line in your description and all those need to be tagged. And it just basically tells you all the things that help the YouTube algorithm, whether you've done them or not. Like if you've pinned a comment or favorited a comment, if it's gotten a share on Facebook, um, if you have a high quality thumbnail, it's like all these things. So that really helps me out and keeps me because I'm still doing all that back end stuff myself and just, mm. you know, make sure that I'm hitting everything. I'm dialed in. I'm giving my video 
the best chance to get optimized and picked up by that YouTube algorithm. So that's another big one. TubeBuddy is definitely really good. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, yeah, of course. Collaborate, you okay. know, do a wonderful job on that, bro. You got you got guests on your show all the time, man. I can't stop, brother. I can't stop, hey, man. That's that yeah. collaboration, man. That Honestly, you know what's crazy? I, I didn't even think about starting a podcast when I came out here. It was just something that I, I want. I basically wanted to build a networking pool for myself that would allow people of interest to come to me. So it was just like, okay, uh, let me just build a podcast, tell people I got a podcast and uh, just keep inviting people over that I want to network with. And every time yeah. they come, I just start picking these, all these questions I'm asking. It's just me picking people's brains. And after the end of the conversation, we end up doing business together or they end up inviting me to a party or I just end up becoming their friend. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. uh, that's really helped me a lot, especially in LA, you know, coming out here, starting off new. So yeah, the collaboration, I definitely agree with you is a big uh, key. Yeah, it's, it's huge, man. Especially, you know, when, uh, when you can garner some respect you know, and, and you, and you earn that and you put that work and that grit and that grind in and, you know, some bigger people recognize you, you know, they're, they don't have a problem blessing you, you know what I'm saying? And, and the same goes for me, you know, if like one of my boys who I've been boys with for a long time, like he's starting a YouTube channel and, you know, you already know I'm going to put him on, you know, that's just how it gets, you know, it's, it's like the, uh, it's like that saying, man, um, you can either come together and take over the world or, you know, compete and then you only grow half as much you know what i'm saying it's just and like, that sometimes uh, not even yeah. that far hmm. yeah yeah exactly so just network and collab and just you know build those bridges and uh yeah man that's those are probably like the most important things with the youtube channel i could say and it's got to be something you love it's got to be something you love something you're passionate about people feel that man like when i'm on the show and people are eating my food and they're trying it out and i'm in the background like cheese and looking at them it's like that's genuine man like i really do i feel i feel excited i feel good when people enjoy my food so make sure you yeah man i see i see you opening up a fucking you're like the next gordon ramsay out here man <laughs> i don't know about all that hey man I'm humble, oh, bro. I'm humble. Gordon's one of the goats, dude. So, uh, but you on your way. Bro. I said it first, man. <laughs> hey, there you go, bro. Nah, that's what's up, man. I'm glad to hear that, brother. And um, yeah, man. I don't think I have any more questions, man. You know, I just want to say, oh, man. Yeah. You know, I want to thank you for coming on the show today, blessing me. You know what I'm saying with this opportunity. Oh, actually, you know, I did have one more question. Do too, you? Too. I know you in love. I know you chilling. Life is good. It's great. But do you ever see yourself getting back into music, brother? Because your sound yeah, yeah, is no, for crazy. Sure. For sure, because um, one of the big issues was I was so busy with the filming. So it's like, you know, I'm in love. I want to be with my girl when I can be. I got my own business. I got all these clients. I'm grinding. And it's like, I'll be real. Like my girl is on such a high level, bro. It's so inspiring to me. Like it makes me want to grind so hard to try to match that. You know what I mean? So it's cool being with somebody that inspires you and makes you just want to like grind and elevate yourself and, and push, you know? So I was so busy with, with all that that I really didn't have time. Honestly, God, bro, didn't have time to go to the studio anymore. And um, mm -hmm. I definitely know 
now that I'm done with this and I got some more time on my hands with the YouTube stuff, now that I'm just doing that, that I'll be able to uh, get back in there. And I definitely got a lot to talk about on those records. No, so you I'll do, brother. I, I can't wait to hear it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely, I'll, I'll definitely be putting music out. That's what's up. I can't wait to hear it, brother, because you got an amazing sound, man. You know, I still got that one song, Money Lingo, we did. I'm uh, honestly still fine-tuning that, man, because I'm kept saving it for this project I'm releasing next year, so. Fire, bro. It's still in the works. Yeah, it's still in the works. I still got it, man. Still sounding good. You know, I got James James on the boards with that, you know what I mean? So, yes, sir. But yeah, man, like I said, my brother, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. Let the people know where they can follow you, where they can tune into the show and all that good stuff. Yeah, facts. I mean, first and foremost, bro, I want to thank you for having me on. Thank you for uh, blessing me with the opportunity to, you know, talk to people from my demographic, my circle and your circle and all over there. So uh, thank you for that. Uh, Obviously, I'm pushing the YouTube channel hard right now. If you guys are interested in cooking at all, if you want to make fire food, make it for yourself, your girl, your man, your family, just check out the recipes on more seasoning. Uh, we got some fire flame on there, man, especially for the holidays. I've been cranking out some fire food. So check that out. More seasoning on Instagram, um, Farnham Grind Time. And on Facebook, it is Farnham Tampa because Facebook be like playing with me and my name on there. <laughs> right. Yeah, I see that. I see that. I was like, yeah, his last name Tampa too? Dang. <laughs> my dog, it was a pleasure, man. Always a pleasure to speak to you, man. You know, keep doing your thing. Give my blessings to the lady as well. Yes, and, uh, you know, we'll be in touch, man. I'm a, I'm probably going to drop this thing tonight, brother. I'm going to get to editing right now. You know, I'm a nerd no, too bro. on the low. <laughs> yes, sir. Appreciate you, bro. Be safe out there in L.A. And uh, we'll talk soon. Yeah. I want to be a billionaire. I ain't getting no sleep till I see a million every week. I want to be a billionaire. I ain't getting no sleep till I see a billy every week. I want to be a billionaire. Billionaire. I want to be a billionaire. Billionaire. I want to be a billionaire. 